News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. A New York jury has found former President Donald Trump liable for sexually abusing writer E. Jean Carroll in a Manhattan department store in the early 1990s, but not liable for her alleged rape. The jury awarded her $5 million in damages for her battery and defamation claims. Uh, we caught up with a US economist and a former advisor, actually current advisor to Donald Trump, Stephen Moore, who gave us his reaction to the conviction. Well, I think people are pretty stunned about this one. You know, there was no evidence whatsoever. It was just a one woman's claim of sexual misconduct. And, you know, for people who are Trump fans and supporters, and including myself, I work for Donald Trump, it, it sort of reinforces this idea that we have a fairly corrupt judicial system in America today and that it's harder all the time to get a fair trial. So, this doesn't it seems to be a corruption of justice with no real evidence of wrongdoing by the former president. And um, and so I think people are very divided here in the U.S. about whether there's any truth to these allegations. Yeah, Stephen Moore there describing it as one woman's claim, one woman's claim, we should say, that was absolutely believed by a jury of nine men and women. Uh, Larry Donnelly, law lecturer at the University of Galway, uh, Journal.ie columnist. This is an extraordinary development. Yeah, it certainly is, uh, Shane. Again, we're, we're into a number of firsts that President Trump has set us into. This is the first time a, a president has been uh, found accountable for something, you know, even remotely resembling uh, an offense such as this. Uh, however, Stephen Moore, I think, encapsulates what the reaction of uh, Trump's supporters and indeed, uh, I think an awful lot of people on the right wing of American politics, whether they support Donald Trump or not, uh, they will see this as uh, an over-the-top charge. They will see this as hev- heavily politicized. They will cite the fact that it happened in Manhattan and that it was impossible uh, to get an impartial jury uh, and cite what they see as the weaknesses in the case. Um, the reality is in the short term, this probably doesn't do Donald Trump any political damage as he seeks the Republican nomination. But in the longer term, uh, I think, again, it's another strike. It's another problem for him in the event that he gets a Republican nomination and has to go to the wider general public. Then. Yeah, I was going to say I, I, you know, that it, his base obviously will will believe the things that you outlined there, that, you know, this, it's a witch hunt, that he can't get a fair trial and all that. But I, I'm wondering, middle ground voters, particularly women middle ground voters, will they take a different view on this? Yeah, I mean, this is why, in my view, barring something unforeseen like an economic collapse or something of that nature, uh, that's why I don't think Donald Trump can win the presidency. I think he can win the Republican nomination, but I don't think he can win the presidency because, uh, as you say, uh, something like this is going to damage him among, in particular, one constituency of voters who are crucial for him, and that is suburban white women. Uh, He will need their votes. He will need them to be on side, especially in battleground states. I cannot imagine uh, that this is going to do any good for him, for, for him uh, with them among, and again, other legal issues that he's facing. What has changed in politics in the US and, and, and maybe politics around the world where, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to imagine if 30, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, a leading contender for the presidency was uh, found to have sexually abused somebody, even in a civil court. That, that that their career would not be over straight away. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. I mean, speaking specifically to the United States, I mean, there are two factors at play, one of which is oft discussed. That is the polarized climate in the United States and the fact that in many levels, American society and the American polity uh, is broken. That's why people uh, have turned to Donald Trump. If all was well in America, uh, neither major party would have a figure like Donald Trump at the top. Donald Trump never would have been elected president. Uh, the second more micro level category is Donald Trump's greatest political gift is that he plays the game by different rules to everybody else. Uh, it doesn't seem to matter what he does, what he says. He inspires a loyalty in a segment of the electorate, a substantial segment uh, of the electorate uh, that is just unbelievable, to be frank. Uh, so those are the two, I suppose, at macro level and micro level. But all in all, Shane, the reality is we're looking into a presidential contest in the United States where it's going to be between two elderly men, uh, in all likelihood, who are deeply, deeply unpopular. And people are going to be deciding uh, who is it that I can tolerate, not is uh, who is it that inspire me? Whose vision do I like best, et cetera, et cetera. So we're looking into what could be quite a depressing presidential election in the United States. It does sound quite depressing. Larry Donnelly, law lecturer at the University of Galway, journal.ie columnist. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.